I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's shaking, Red Nation? It is your boy, Jeremy Brenner, and we are here for the 40th episode of the Kiss of Death podcast, 41st episode of the Kiss of Death podcast, losing count, doing so many episodes on our way close. We're getting real close. Sometime during the season, we're about to hit 500 episodes. Me and my co-pilot, Michael Brown, who has the night off, he is on a cruise somewhere in the Caribbean. Uh, If he decides to join, we'll see. If, but I'm expecting him to be either uh, not sober or not awake or with family or all of the above. So it's probably just me, your boy tonight, but that is all good. We can get this rocket ship. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Going to a W pod. Yes, sir. A W pod for the Rockets tonight. Final score. Houston 99. Those San Antonio Spurs 89. Good win for the Rockets here. Uh, you know, yes, no Wembenyama for... The Spurs, also no Devin Vassell, no Trey Jones. Rockets were without Jalen Green. But the Rockets are now 3-0 in preseason play. Uh, Again, look, preseason rules here at the Kiss of Death podcast. If you win... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Parade on Kirby. If you lose, it never happened. But tonight it's a parade on Kirby, y'all. It is a parade on Kirby. Let's break this game down. Rockets led by two rookies off the bench. Amen Thompson, Cam Whitmore, 15 apiece. Uh, efficient shooting night for Amen Thompson as well. 6 of 13 from the floor. Also hit a pair of threes. That shot is looking a lot better than it did pre-draft. Uh, ben Sullivan uh, has done some work with Amen Thompson and it is clearly paying off. Uh, Cam Whitmore also caught a body tonight, Doug McDermott, but it's a preseason body and it uh, and it doesn't count. Another dunk that doesn't count in San Antonio, same bucket. That that bucket is cursed, y'all. That bucket is cursed. I don't care if it's the Frost Bank Center now versus the AT&T Center, whatever. That bucket is cursed for the Rockets. It's the same bucket that James Harden dunked on, didn't get called. They ended up losing that game. Uh, same button that Shangoon had that dunk. I think it was last season, maybe even the season before. And now we got Cam Whitmore adding to the cursed Rockets with that uh, basket. And uh, but Rockets get the win. All is good in the neighborhood. Uh, so you got 15 apiece from Cam Thompson, uh, from Cam and then Thompson. Uh, 12 points off the bench from Aaron Holiday. Uh, another 12 points from Fred Van Vliet. Looked like he had pretty good control of that offense. Only two turnovers in 24 minutes of action. Uh, had three steals. 
Rockets had 13 steals as a team, forcing 18 Spurs turnovers. A uh, strong night on that on that front. Uh, Dylan Brooks also gave you 10 points um, as well in the starting lineup. Led the team with 27 minutes. Uh, Tari Eason was uh, DNP tonight as well. Uh, so, look, it's not a total uh, reflection of what the Rockets will be. But, again, neither were the Spurs. Maybe when the two teams meet up again on Wednesday, um, maybe we'll see a little bit more of them. Uh, not too sure exactly what the Rockets' plans for preseason are um, co- going into the rest of the season. Um, they've got two games left. So they've got uh, Wednesday night, they're playing at San Antonio once again. And then this Friday, they host the Heat. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm not expecting too much. I mean, if they didn't play Jalen Green today, uh, Ime Udoka classified him, his sitting out as a toenail injury. I mean, we're just like making new stuff up, I feel like, at this point. Uh, Tari Eason, the lower left leg bruise per ja- uh, per Jackson Gatlin from Lockdown Rockets. Uh, so, like, yeah, I mean, it's – it's uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe someone will come up with a – I don't know, like a bruised, a bruised uh, finger, bruised finger out, like cannot play with a bruised finger. Absolutely not. Not in preseason, at least. Or um, what is it? Uh, food stuck in the teeth. Uh, you know, Dylan Brooks is, is shut down for the preseason. Um, I don't know. Bad hair day. Jabari Smith out Wednesday. We'll see what happens. I mean, but I, I do feel like if we're going to get, like, the closest version to the Rockets before the regular season, I feel like that ship has already sailed. I really don't see a reason to kind of give this team another run again. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe they're ready. And, yes, like, look, there, there's five preseason games, and you do need to kind of see it out um, and, and kind of figure it out. But – I don't know what Udoka is going to do. Um, I would guess, though, that we're going to start seeing a couple more veterans sit. Uh, Fred Van Vliet might get shut down. Dylan Brooks might get shut down. Maybe you see Tari Eason back again if he's healthy, if this lower left leg bruise is really a thing. Um, so, yeah, I would say um, I would say for the Rockets, like what, what you see is what you're going to get. I would expect Cam and Amen Thompson, maybe those guys get some more minutes. Um, as these next two games go on, they could use those minutes before those minutes really start counting. Um, but I think the the top players uh, and and the veterans, I think we're going to start to see them phasing out a little bit as we get into the season, which is only uh, eight days away. It is eight days away till the Rockets opener. They will be at the Orlando Magic. I will be there in attendance for that one. Uh, in my beautiful city of Orlando. Uh, I'll be covering the game. I'm really excited about it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, just we've got a lot of good basketball coming your way in Houston. And tonight was proof of that. And if anything can, like, express how bright the future is for the Rockets, it's Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore. Those two are going to get the spotlight tonight for this little episode. Going to try to go 
another 10, 15 minutes, see where we're at. Not too much to talk about with the game. I mean, look, the Rockets, they, they, were, they were struggling through three quarters. And, yes, they pull out a huge fourth-quarter comeback. They outscored the Spurs 36-13 to 13 in that fourth quarter. Uh, it was kind of the benches for each team doing it. So I don't want to put too much stock into that. But props to the Rockets, props to Rudoka for going up against his former coach, Greg Popovich, and telling and, and flexing his competitive muscles. And, and for those Rockets that were coming off the bench, you know, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode, a uh, bag of chips on the shoulder, not just one and not just one player. Every player gets a Doritos bag on each shoulder. And that is why you see teams, you know, go from the bottom to the top. They're, they're pissed off. They're angry. They don't want to be the laughing stock of the league anymore. And that's what's going to fuel the Rockets to get back to where they belong. Now, Ben Thompson and Cam Whitmore are also going to be part of what gets the Rockets back to where they belong. And tonight was proof of that. With the men Thompson, I'm curious to see what his role is going to be early on. I do think that with Kevin Porter Jr. not being with the team, I do think that that is going to change a men's outlook. I'm definitely a lot more positive about it now than I was before we learned that Kevin Porter Jr. would not be with the team moving forward. Um, so I think there, I think this is like the green light, the the you know the sign from above or the basketball gods, or, or whatever you want to call it, um, like, a man may be ready now, and he'll get an opportunity now. You know, it sucks. The whole situation sucks. I, we've been through it a few times. Uh, if you'd like to check out our episode that was directly about Kevin Porter Jr., you can go and uh, check back in our library, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I don't want to touch on it too much, but uh, with Amen Thompson, He's going to get an opportunity quicker, and he probably deserves one quicker. He showed it tonight. If he's shooting the way he is, that only is going to further state his case to get minutes early with the starters, maybe even some closing minutes. Who knows? Like, I feel like Amen Thompson's ceiling is just incredibly high, and it may have been understated because of Victor Weminyama and Scoot Henderson. And outside of those two, I I would take a men Thompson over really anybody, uh, Brandon Miller included, um, from this draft class. Like a men Thompson has a chance to be him. Like he really does. He may not start right away, and that's okay. But dude has a bright future, and I think he's going to force his way into minutes this season. I don't know if it's I don't know whose minutes he's going to necessarily take away. Um, or if it's just going to be like an injury that happens with somebody and he's going to step in. Uh, but I, I really do think that he is going to be able to make the Rockets good. Like, he's going to add value to the Rockets immediately. Immediately. And and that's very hard for rookies to do. It really is. Uh, we've seen it in years past um, where the rookies just, you know, it takes them some time. Um, I really do think that Amen Thompson is making an impact from night one. I really do. And the fact that he's going to have his second unit, it means he's going to have time to, you know, go against other team second units. And Amen Thompson could probably be a starter on, on a couple of teams in the league right now. Uh, and the fact the Rockets have Fred Van Vliet, someone that he can learn behind and someone that he can, you know, really hone his craft. 
and and get him like I, I think it's great. I think it, I think it's a great situation for Amen Thompson being, and I think that Amen and Cam, um, even though they may not get those minutes right away, this is that honestly a really good. Uh, I, I'm very much for the situation that the these two rookies have walked in compared to the other rookies in years past that have just not gotten a fair shake or have just been caught on a roster with the staff that just isn't able to develop them properly. I feel like with the men in cam, like they have some obstacles to get through and that's normal for rookies. That's honestly a good thing because if the rookies, the rookies are either a not going to play because the players in front of them are better or B they're going to play because they deserve it. And I'm hoping it's the B instead of the A, but I'm really, really excited about what Amen Thompson can bring this season. I really think, like, there was that move where he, like, was at the three-point line, and I feel like if this was overtime elite, he probably takes the step and he drives, and maybe he gets to the lane, maybe he doesn't. Um, Maybe in overtime elite he probably does because he is fast enough and he's probably – and the the competition overtime elite, it's not as – they're not as athletically built like they are in the NBA. You know, if, if Amen Thompson's taking his six, I think it's like six, 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 five, uh, and, and he's pretty skinny. Like if he takes that into the lane, he may not get that bucket because he's just, he, he meets someone that's just stronger there. I mean, he, look, he does have the speed to be able to beat people on the drive. Um, but that three pointer was not good at overtime elite. That's why he would drive a lot. But in the NBA, if he develops this three-point shot and defenders have to respect it, either A, he's going to shoot and make the three, or he's going to force the defender to come at him, and then he can drive and beat him that way. And that's just opening his game, making him multifaceted. And that is what great NBA players are. Great NBA players are ones with multiple skills, three, four, five different skills in their bat that they're very good at, great at even. Good players, I feel like, are role players per se, players that are a good three-point shooter or a good defender or a good three-point shooter and defender or a good passer, um, you know, like a good rebounder, but they're not great at, at multiple things. Amen Thompson has the ability to be excellent in several areas and that is what makes a great all-around player someone you want to build around and Amen Thompson is proving that uh giving us a little bit of an amuse-bouche going into this season um and the same for Cam Whitmore you know Cam Whitmore is a little bit different he has uh you know he is a little bit more raw but he has that athleticism and that athleticism is what the Rockets are trying to build an identity off of in a way uh, starting with Jalen Green. I mean, Jalen Green coming into the league, super mega athlete, um, and had a really, you know, had potential for a really strong uh, shot. And if he can, you know, eventually get that three-point shot to like 38 39%, that dude's going to be elusive. It's a problem and a half. Uh, and I'm not saying Cam Whitmore is going to be that, um, but the athleticism is just off, off the charts. You know, obviously he's going to have some trouble with moving off ball and and how can he impact the game 
when the ball is not in his hands. Because, look, there's a lot of Rockets' mouths to feed on this team. Uh, both young and veteran players are going to need the ball in their hands at one point or another. And Cam Whitmore isn't exactly the number one option on this team. That being said, if the ball goes in his hands, he's going to find a way to do something with it. And that is a beautiful quality to have when you're a rookie, especially. Um, but he's going to have, in order for him to stay on the court and get those, get those minutes up, he's going to need to learn how to play better off the ball. Someone who does know how to play very well off ball is Jay Sean Tate. And Ryan asks if I feel that Jay Sean Tate has a role in this rotation. And absolutely. I think he does. Um, you know, Jay Sean Tate tonight, uh, I don't think he played all that much. Um, it was like maybe just a handful of minutes. Uh, yeah, he played 17 minutes, had seven points and five rebounds. You know, Jay Sean Tate is exactly the guy you want in your rotation because he is an all, a do-it-everything kind of guy. He's a hustle guy. He can rebound. He can uh, set screens. He can move without the ball. He can set screens for others. He's the ultimate teammate blue guy. And that is exactly what you want in an M like every NBA contender has a player like Jay Sean Tate. They do. Um, and Jay Sean Tate could be that version of, you know, that, you know, do it everything physical guy for the Rockets. Um, if the timelines match up now, the timelines just haven't appeared to really match up, but I do think that Jay Sean Tate is going to have a role like this in his career at some point, you know, he has uh, proven to be like the quintessential guy, like the hustle glue guy. And I really do think that he has a role like that, whether that's with the Rockets or not, is to be determined. Um, but this year, I do think that Jay Sean Tate cracked some minutes and maybe that is for him to be showcased in a trade. Cause I do think that the Rockets could find some value for him. Uh, and he's probably one of the people that, I hate to say it, it's probably one of the people that if he were to receive some trade interest, you would probably be more likely to move him versus other people, right? Like you don't necessarily want, you're not trading any of the starting five um, and you're not trading him in Thompson. You're not trading Cam Whitmore. Uh, maybe, I mean, but Jock Landale doesn't have that same kind of value. Neither does Tar, and, and you're not trading Tar Eason. Absolutely not. Uh, so like, that's like seven or eight guys that you probably wouldn't trade before you would trade Jay Sean Tate. And I think that if like, if the Rockets have to make a move at some point to, to get some more draft capital uh, for the future, Jay Sean Tate's probably one of the first people that gets asked because number one, he's got an affordable contract um, and he, he's, he's on a really good deal, really team friendly deal. And that makes him, you know, a, an attractive trade piece. I'm sure he's been discussed in some deals uh, during his career. Um, but also we got to keep an eye on Cam Whitmore, right? If Cam Whitmore is continuing to like it in his rookie year, if he continues this like upward trajectory, um, he will make Jay Sean Tate's role a little less uh, important, a little bit more obsolete, if you will. Um, so if he's able to do that, if, if Jay Sean Tate gets, you know, if, if Cam Whitmore can outplay Jay Sean Tate, then the need for Jay Sean Tate is not as strong. But again, they're also two very different players. They just both happen to be 
a similar position, right? Like, Jayshon Tate could play some four, maybe even some small ball five in some very dire situations. But Jayshon Tate can play the three, the four, or the five, whereas Cam Whitmore can play the two, the three, the four. Um, so, like, they're – you're not going to see too many lineups where Cam Whitmore and Jay Shante overlap. That's kind of um, what I'm saying. Um, and I don't think it's a Luca or Joel Embiid trade package. I don't think the Rockets are looking to make a move like that. Um, I think the Rockets are looking to make probably some small moves, maybe some ways to get higher in the draft order, uh, may, or maybe so that they can, you know, because like they have the Nets pick this year um, and that and depending on where that pick is that could change some things as well i don't think it's going to be for a big you don't like in order for it to be a big trade for like luca or joel Embiid, you're gonna have to think about trading like shangun and jabari smith and those guys and and not jay sean tate like that's not who you like jay sean tate is a player that would make a lot more sense for a roster that had a joel Embiid or luca Doncic that was more of a win now roster that is why jay sean tate would be talked about in trade talks not because uh we're trying to trade him for these guys like he's not that like he's not that good guys like i know i've i've sang his praises you know for the last five minutes but he's not that good i mean i'm sorry i love jay Tate, but two different t- a superstar role player that's what he can be if he continues to play the way he is uh last question before we sign off uh jeremy van vliet trailing in the early quarters i haven't seen the second half Who's the best player? Um, I mean, who's the best player on the Rockets right now? Um, that is, like, it, okay, there's there's several answers to this question. And that's what makes this Rockets team really good. If you base it off of who's proven the most in the NBA so far, and who, like, if you're, if you're judging their past, who could be the best player on this Rockets team based on their past? It's Van Vliet, only player, I believe, only player on the roster that's been an all-star. Um, and he made $130 million. He's the highest paid player on the team at the moment. Um, so I would say if you base it off of that, it's, it's Fred Van Vliet. If you're looking at the best scorer, it's probably Jalen Green. If you're looking at the best defender, Dylan Brooks. Maybe Jay Sean Tate gives him a run for his money. But Dylan Brooks has the accolades to go with it, and he has the team success. Uh, being with Memphis and helping Memphis go from the bottom of the league to the top, which is hopefully what he'll be able to do with Houston. Um, And Jabari Smith also has a potential uh, to be on that list. And Jabari Smith could be the most improved player from this whole group. um, If you're, if you're looking at at that and he still has an incredibly high ceiling could be the best player when it's all said and done out of this group. uh, If, if everything goes right. Um, Jabari Smith could be, like, don't count him out, and I don't want to forget about him. It's easy to forget about him when there's all these strong players on the roster, but Jabari Smith is not someone that I think people should be worrying about. I think he has potential to be an all-star multiple times for the Rockets. Same with Shangun. I mean, Shangun's just got such a high ceiling as someone who is a pass-first center, um, and just uh, he does things like twice, three times, in a game and I'm just like wow like the Rockets really have this dude uh and he also has potential to be the best player when it's all said and done uh obviously like not all these players are going to reach their ceiling it's just inevitable um but I do think that there is potential for Shengun to be that 
And same thing with Amen Thompson. Like Amen Thompson also has that in him as well. Um, I, I'm just so excited. Like, so I know I definitely did not answer your question, um, but any one of those six, um, I guess not really Dylan Brooks. I wouldn't say he's the best player on the team. Um, but any one of those five, I'd say Van Vliet, Jalen Green, uh, Jabari Smith, Shangun, and Amen Thompson, I really do think any one of those players has the potential to be the best player in like the peak of this iteration of the team. Um, I do think that Fred Van Vliet is the best, has the most potential to be the best player this year, but I do think that changes probably after this year. I do think that once this team is like, once they figure things out and they're in the Udoka rhythm, like once, once Udoka has established himself, and he's coached here for at least a year. Um, I think that you you may start to see uh, these rookies start to figure it out. I think this year is going to be a year with a lot of growing and a little bit of pain. Um, but but I do think there needs to be some pain uh, to get this growth. We've only experienced pain for the last three years. Now it's time to start growing. There will still be there will still be some pain. There is no way that this Rockets team uh, is like a Western Conference contender by the end of the season. I don't see it, but that's not their goal. Their goal is to simply get as many wins as possible uh, and see what happens. That that should be the goal of this team. Find a way to win every night, and the, the standings will take care of themselves. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship for tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Kiss of Death podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at RocketsFFSN because we are – the home for all things Houston Rockets at the Fan First Sports Network. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter personally, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner. My handle is uh, over there. I hate this mirror camera thing that we're doing on StreamYard, but we do go live on StreamYard after every game this season. Uh, we will be broadcasting on some of our social channels, uh, my personal channel at Jeremy Brenner, um, and our Twitter at RocketsFFSN. Uh, you can also head over to the Facebook page for the Dream Shake, our former home, uh, an SB Nation's home for Houston Rockets. You can go check that out as well. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Kiss of Death Podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday for another Spurs pod, hopefully another W pod. I should be here for that one as well. It uh, should be really exciting to see if the Rockets can keep this undefeated streak going in the preseason. Again, one last time, thank you for watching or listening. And until next time, go Rockets.